Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Las Vegas Phil Food and Social Podcast. Great to be back. Uh, super excited for our guest this week. It's Reina Huang, aka Reina is Crazy. You've probably seen her on YouTube or maybe TikTok, where she just eats the craziest amounts of food ever. And I uh, befriended her maybe a little less than a year ago when she was doing a bunch of stuff in Vegas uh, when LA indoor dining was shut down. And uh, super excited to have her, a really cool person. I can't wait to do that. This past week, Ayumi and I actually spent the last five days in Huntington Beach. I really needed to get out of Dodge for a little bit. And uh, Huntington Beach was a great welcome break to get away from everything. Uh, We stayed at the Kimpton Shore Break Hotel, and I splurged it a little bit for a corner balcony that had a view of the ocean. And that was just uh, the best place to hang out in the mornings while doing work and uh, hang out at night with a bottle of wine or something like that. Uh, Kimpton's also super dog friendly. Uh, we got two chihuahuas at home. Uh, so if you do have pets that want and want to travel, uh, Kimpton is a great place to go since there's no pet fees. And they have the, uh, the free happy hour every day from five to six complimentary wine and beer. Uh, you can probably get away with at least six glasses of wine in an hour. Uh, just make sure you're not drying after or uh, use a ride chair. But it was really fun. Uh, went to a, a bunch of great restaurants, uh, met up with Fantastic Food, uh, one of the uh, great Vegas foodies in town. And she recently just moved to that area and met up with her and her husband. And then uh, also had the opportunity on the last night to go to Fishbones Seafood Grill. And that's run by David the Foodie. Um, those that don't know, David the Foodie is, is a legend um, in the IG social media foodie game. Uh, amazing cooking videos, just great photography. It's interesting. He's actually one of the few Instagrammers that are still killing it with photos. And if you ever looked at his account, you can understand why versus like videos that I do or most of the Vegas people do. Uh, really interesting to pick his brain since he's been doing Uh, social media full-time much longer than I have and uh, look forward to hanging out with him more, maybe have him on the podcast down the road. Uh, Aside from that, most interesting that's come up for me since I do run a bunch of restaurant accounts uh, are the DMs that I get from influencers from out of town. They range from anything from like, hey, yo, what's up? Let's collab to a more detailed oriented I'm so-and-so, I have this many followers, I'd like to do this, 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 and this. Um, So it's really, really been interesting kind of weeding through a lot of these because you get everything from someone from Atlanta with only 2,000 followers, and they might be big and might have some influence in that town, but to have them host them in Vegas for a comp dinner or something like that with basically no audience, there's no chance of someone converting over to, to go to a restaurant here. So I just tell them straight up why, uh, instead of ignoring the message most of the time. And usually they understand, sometimes they're butthurt. Um, But the biggest thing that I've noticed uh, is specifically with the blue check certified accounts. I would say at the very low end, 60% of them are fucking just douchebags. Like they will DM you the same day, maybe even a couple hours before and be like, yo, you know, I want to I wanna roll through and if you can call me dinner with a crew for six people. I mean, fuck that bullshit. Like, it's so unprofessional. Um, usually these days I'm trying to 
set things up at least 24 hours in advance. Um, a lot of the events that I do, I do like two weeks in advance or something like that. So anyways, with these, a lot of the blue checkmark guys, you know, they're extremely flaky. I, and my experience uh, recently has been, has been really bad. And I don't know if this is just a thing that a lot of them do because, of course, with the blue check mark, you do get more notice on the DM and things like that. But come on. I mean, I understand they probably haven't been needed to be professional because people will just roll over and give them whatever they want. Um, but it really has left a bad taste in my mouth. Um, you know, several of them, you know, I'll set up, follow up with them the day of, and then they've canceled like an hour before because they're still at Encore Beach Club or something like that. Um, it's just a really bad look. And, you know, especially in a place like Vegas, word gets out, you know, I've shared my experiences with, with other accounts that, that deal with the same DMs uh, from the same influencers from out of town. And it's just kind of crazy. But on that note, <laughs> uh, let's get into our interview with Raina. I'd like to introduce the guest for today, a competitive eater and social media star, Raina Wong. AKA Raina's crazy is an unstoppable force. I personally have never met a person that eats more with such vigor and enthusiasm than she does. And my guess is that many have, which is just one reason why she's so popular. Um, I initially met her last summer beyond, and beyond all the amazing videos she makes and the massive amounts of food that she crushes, I've had the privilege of getting a small glimpse into her insane life as one of the hardest working people in social media that I've ever met. Uh, road trips, meet and greets, no food challenge is too big to try and take on, along with keeping up with all the social media platforms. Uh, Raina puts out more content on the daily than most, and her straight-up hustle is something I admire a ton. Um, one of the most memorable examples of her never-ending motivation was when she I saw her drive almost seven hours to Reno for a food challenge at 10 o'clock at night after a huge <laughs> dinner at Golden Steer. And I don't think there are that many people I know that personally would do that. Um, but from eating a 50 by 50 in and out burger to 20 pounds of crawfish to the most gigantic bowls of ramen and pho ever and everything in between, uh, Reina is truly a marvel. Um, with fans the world over sporting nearly 2 million followers on TikTok, 477,000 subs on YouTube, 358K on Facebook, over 200K on Instagram, uh, she's also on Twitch and Twitter. Um, I'm happy to call her a friend, uh, Raina Huang, a.k.a. Raina is crazy. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> my God, you're so sweet. I was just sitting here like, oh, thanks, Hillary. <laughs> and I'm wearing the shirt today. Yes. So, Yay. Yeah. I would wear the mask, too, but, you know, I don't want to ruin the face. So <laughs> how you been? I've been good. Thank you. How about you? Good, good. I saw you were in Vegas last week. And you went to the Bacchanal Buffet. Mm -hmm. um, they just reopened at Caesar's Palace. How was that? Oh, that was great. Um, I think I the only other uh, other buffet I've been to is the Cosmo that you actually sent me to. And um, honestly, the, the Vegas hotel buffets are amazing. Like, there's just so much variety. I think I took a good 10 minutes just for me to look. You know, I just wanted to scavenge, like, the place before I did any recording just to, like, you know, browse. And I was like, there's just so many options, you know? I was just walking around 
for like 10 minutes just looking and then it took me another like i think almost hour just to do the intro right because i was just like looking at every item and it's like man the variety is crazy so if, if anybody ever gets a chance to try out the bacchanal cafe uh buffet in vegas or any buffet in vegas at all it's definitely a great opportunity totally i agree bacchanal would probably be the one i'd recommend most because it, yeah and you got to commit to at least one lap before you commit to any food yeah um, yeah, yeah. you have to no look idea. at it first <laughs> yeah yeah what did you go for first? I think I just started at the big first at the entrance, which is the seafood, the fresh seafood. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love the shrimp. The shrimp quality for all you can eat was great. And then I found it interesting that on the same night there were primary it was all primarily YouTubers there, right? On the on that night? I'm not sure. I wasn't okay. really aware. I just I was just busy focusing on my video. I think I spent like three hours, three and a half hours in that buffet. <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was interesting. It seemed like it was a, a it was a great move by Caesars to basically just uh, have a host a bunch of uh, YouTube personalities there over the past week. That's where I've seen most of the most of the promo. You stayed at Planet Hollywood as well. I stayed at Caesars. And then was that a thing that they just set up or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah awesome. I was very like wow. You know, I was stoked. You know, <laughs> it was pretty awesome opportunity. It's great to meet them. I mean, you'd be on the top of the list of someone I'd want to invite to a buffet. So. That's <laughs> Thank you. So let's get the biggest frequently asked question out of the way. Whenever, if I post uh, about you on my account, either in stories or a post, um, every time we go somewhere, it's always, where does all the food go? So I, I kind of know your, your routine a little bit, but it, it, for those that, that don't know, if you could go into that. I mean, if it goes for any of all food, it goes in my stomach. Like my stomach literally stretches out. I'm almost pregnant every time I do a food challenge. Like, I mean, Phil's seen it up close. Like before and after, it's it really looks like I just got pregnant every time with a food <laughs> baby. It's crazy. <laughs> right, but you're petite. I mean, what's your what's the workout regimen like? Um, I do at least a 5K run every day, and then I walk at least another hour or two or so here. I even today, this morning, I did a 14,000 14, steps today already. 14,000 steps? Mm -hmm. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm at 468. Sure. Okay, <laughs> I got to pick it up after this. And then I was going through some of your older videos and seeing the progression from... Your first one over 10 years ago when you were making a cheese omelet to all the amazing stuff you're doing now. Um, when did all this finally hit you that this was like resonating with, with people beyond just, you know, your circle? It, it might sound dorky, but whenever I was little, I, I've always just had the dream of I want to be famous. Like I just, I just, I really liked um, pleasing people. Like I want to make people happy. So, you know, you saw me make a cheese omelet is because I was really, really into cooking. So in high school, I did a lot of culinary arts stuff and I tried to teach a lot of people about culinary arts and I would bring, cook a lot of food at home in high school and bring it to like, I hosted the culinary arts club and I'll try to feed as much people as possible. And then in my family, uh, sh showing people like that you care and make people happy is to give them food. So that's why I want to give everybody food. So I've always been dealing with food stuff. And then you also see on my channel too, I did a lot of gaming stuff as well. So I tried yeah. to get into Twitch streaming, you know, and at one point I tried to do like modeling and scene too. But, you know, like these are all, I feel like very basic, saturated. It's not very that unique, right? And all of a sudden when I was a chef at Benihana, I was sitting down with some employees and then they were like, oh my God, Raina, you eat so much, right? And then I was like, 
oh really you know because i always thought the amount i ate was normal but i've eaten quite a bit all my life it's just the way i was raised because my parents would shove all the food at me so then they told me to go do a food challenge and i'm like what is that right and i've never heard of this and then and then my, my mind was so like bamboozled when i was you're telling me that restaurants are giving food for free just because i eat a lot i can eat a lot so i was like mind blown so i went to my first ever food challenge it was about a four pound burrito and then i recorded myself doing it and i finished this four pound burrito within six minutes so that was my first ever food ever and that, and that video blew up and i was like yeah i was like i was so confused like people like to watch me eat and I eat a lot is that weird so i just kept going around local restaurants and i was like oh my god it's actually a thing i could get all this food for free just because i can eat a lot so i kept doing that and doing that and then you know as i started to hustle more through there i got married to social media you know the instagram influencing other platforms and i just learned social media through that and i was like you know what this is my niche i'm going to use it and that's how i ended up where i am today I just kept working at what worked out for me and i'm just very grateful i found you know such a unique thing for me to work with and that Make, that this makes me distinctive from other people. Oh, totally. So with YouTube as your your main outlet, I mean, yeah. how do you manage everything by yourself from the posts to all the DMs on all the platforms? I personally don't manage all the DMs. Uh, I have like Instagram DMs I manage, but I think a lot of the Facebook page DMs, I have some moderators for that. But oh, I think okay. that's as much help as I, I get. But I don't know. I think it just like, it, you just progressively learn, you know? Um, I, I always like to, you know, do self learning, like um, all the stuff, you know, I learn from asking people and grasping it on myself and learning how to do everything on my own. Um, so I know how to manage everything because, you know, people like me for the way I am. So if I hire somebody to do, like edit my videos or whatnot, I feel like it kind of changes the style. You know, like if you see like the beginning videos to now, you definitely see like editing wise, personality wise or like style, it definitely evolved. But it's because, you know, I'm constantly looking at the comments and like seeing what people like and, you know, what really resonates with my personality, because I can always hire like a top fresh per, um, studio maker or whatever. But then I feel like you lose the personable effect with that right you know my just i'm not professional at all you know it's very just like vlogging it's very just whatever it's not professional but i think people like that because they see that i'm just a normal girl who loves food who, who somewhat can eat a lot right somehow i can eat a lot but they can relate to me better that way so when i meet people um they i just like i'm more fr i f come out as more friendly rather than just like some really professional person they're like afraid to approach that's why i like creating my tours and my events where i'm just like you know come out come hang out with me watch me eat and we can talk afterwards so that's why i like to because the fans are ultimately what makes me me you know like I, i'm nowhere without them so i really want to show that i'm just the person that just likes to hang out and eat food. yeah and i feel like in your videos it's kind of like just going along with you on the ride they could be just walking next to you and you could be just talking to them like that and i think that connection is is what resonates uh, a ton. I mean, in my mind, you're basically a rock star. Like you mentioned before, you set up tours in regions of the U.S. You were <laughs> up in the Northwest. You were in what? You were in Utah. Mm -hmm. Meets and greets, selling merchandise. Um, do you love the road? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, I, I mean, like when I tell people, like last December, I drove all the way to Miami. They just get mind blown, right? I'm like. I don't know. I mean, I enjoy it. Like, I never minded driving and, you know, just chilling, cruising down the highway, looking at the scenery. And I go on a lot of hikes. 
you know, I, I just love nature. Like, I, I don't mind it. And then, like, the the travel, the journey of, like, going to all these different states and experiencing the different cultures, like, I that's what I really love, you know? Like, I can always fly somewhere. Yeah, that's easy. But, like, I kind of miss, like, the uh, experience, you know? Like, it's not going to the top of the mountain. It's the climb to the top of the mountain. That's how I kind of see it, you know? Yeah, the whole life journey and, and, and everything in between. When did you start doing road trips like this? I think I really picked up the pace last year, you know, uh, when with COVID being down before, I mean, before that I did more international, you know, that's why I really wanted more international. But since you couldn't really travel international with the COVID, I was like, you know what, let's look at the different states. You know, I'm bored, right? I got to get out of California. It's so stale. My content was getting like, you know, everything was done in my backyard. And I was like, I don't even want to do these videos because it just felt so boring. I was just going to fast food, getting as many like McDonald's burgers or something. See, I'm not eat. I was just like, that's just so boring. You know, there's nothing to it. And I heard that, you know, the South, we all know it was more open during COVID. And then I'm like, you know what, we're going there. The restaurants are open. You know, I'm going to go do some food challenges and get some exploration there. And I just fell in love with it. Yeah, now I'm addicted. Like if I stay home for too long, I just get bored. And that paid off in spades because, I mean, I remember seeing some of the videos where there's just a ton of fans there mm -hmm. that just showed up. That must have been surprising to you initially. Oh, yeah, yeah. Even recently, my Idaho and Utah tour, I was like, I didn't know I had this many Idaho fans. Because I'm like, for me, Idaho is kind of like a middle of nowhere state. So I was like, why is there so many people that knows me here? It was great. <laughs> That's amazing. So I don't know many people with 2 million followers on TikTok. Has that opened up a bunch of new avenues for you? And what's that been like? Is it? It definitely spread my popularity. And honestly, that all happened just because of luck. I'm very grateful, but it was just the constant hustling of posting out videos that really like bumped it up. But I think that spiked when I went on the Florida tour I was talking about. And then, you know, I just posted all those videos up there and all of them did fairly well. And then, um, I don't know, it just somehow spiked. A few videos got viral and all of a sudden I just I just got so many followers. And I and then when I was in Florida, I was not a TikTok girl. You know, I was like, I was, I was really? like Yeah. I was like, before they would know me through YouTube or Facebook, but then I saw some people like see me set up and just walking by the beaches and like, hey, you're the TikTok girl. I'm like, okay, hi, <laughs> you know. I was like, all right, that's pretty cool. YouTube is still your baby right? Mm -hmm. That's what you call home as far as for social media platforms or? You know, funny you enough, I'm, I'm most comfortable with Instagram because like, okay. I actually talk to people on Instagram, you know? I think I spent the most time, right? Because I'm always looking at pictures. I'm always posting. I think that's the most time consuming. YouTube and Facebook, I can always set it up. TikTok, I can just post, you know, like, but TikTok doesn't have like DMs and stuff really. So I think Instagram is still the one I use the most. You know? So do you think if TikTok offered stories and DMs, that's mm -hmm. the only thing? I don't know. It, it, I mean, well, TikToks, I don't really like respond. I don't really communicate through TikTok. Right. I just like watching stuff, you know, because it's so easy to get addicted and go on a rabbit hole on TikTok. I know. Um, but I, I mean, I, I mean, every every platform has its like own purpose. Like YouTube for me, I use it for music all the time. But I don't really. Yeah, I, I guess I, I'm like those youngsters. I don't I, I don't like sitting there and watching a video for so long. I prefer the TikTok. Like it's so fast and it's interesting. Get the information right away. But yeah, I like Instagram the most, I think. Do you consider what you do an art form? Because from my perspective, th like this whole thing is kind of like your way of expressing yourself that goes beyond just this as a job. That's just the way I see it. But what do you think? I definitely think so. It's, it's a way of expressing who I am. You know, it's definitely something you have to be very creative in. And I think that goes for all social media or content creators for social media because like, 
you got you got to find out what works otherwise you know like everybody's trying to get into it you know because it's fun you know it's really expressive there's no rules to define what is good what is bad you know like i was saying like i'm not professional at all you know i have so many flaws so many typos in my videos whatever right it's not professional work at all but you know people like it because it's so relatable and then, you know, it's just like, it's so unique because, you know, it's like, it's me. It's not like, I'm not some top-notch editor or top-notch designer, but, you know, they, they see who I am through my videos. And yeah, it's definitely a form of art through that in that sense. Let's talk about Vegas a bit. You know, we met last summer and yeah. you've been you've been picking up the, the visits, which I love to see you going to places that, that I've been and things like that. What do you like about Vegas uh, when you when you come out? Man, there's so many things. Vegas is just so fun. Like, it's just, I don't know, people don't really think of it that way. But I just think it's a great, like, small community, like out there when you like get to know the people. Vegas locals, they all just seem to know each other. They're so friendly and so willing to help each other. And, you know, of course, like the vibe is so exciting. The strip is always a great place to walk. I know as a Vegas local, like it just, I, I've asked a few Vegas locals, they don't really care too much about the strip. But of course, for me, it's still like amazing. It's not, I go, I go there all the time, go walk, go see the lights. Um, and of course, the food, the buffets and I don't know. Vegas is also like another place where it's just like non-stop ending content too, you know, because like, you know, of course there's so many like celebrity uh, restaurants out there. I always want to try that. But then I also love showing the off strip stuff, you know, people who want to just explore the city and help out the uh, local restaurants. Like, you know, not many people understand that. That's who I love to help too, because, you know, there's a lot of amazing food off the strip that people don't know about, you know, a little bit drive off, but, um, yeah, I mean, there's there's so much stuff about Vegas. It's just it's just so fun. I, I don't I personally don't gamble and drink at all too. So like that's a whole other part to it. But like yeah. I don't I don't need that for Vegas to be fun. It's just in itself. It's just such a fun place to be. And I love the hot weather. <laughs> <laughs> and that and then I've personally seen can attest to the impact that you've made on local restaurants when when the YouTube video goes up or when the TikTok goes up. I mean, oh, really? just for my <laughs> clients, like I know. I know when when you've come in nice. and, and customers know and, and and it's awesome. I love that you you cover so much area. It's not just LA, it's not just Vegas, it's all over the country and, and I think it's super cool. Thank you. Thank you. There are thousands of restaurants that would love to have you at their place. Um, what's the best way to even go about reaching out to you? What is your preferred way of of being reached out to? Instagram. Okay. Instagram. Yeah, that's where I respond the most, you know. I personally hate emails, you know, just because like emails, you don't really get to like, I don't know, either the pla the email platform is just like, it gets all messed up, you know, and then you don't know which one, it's not instant, right? And the Instagram, I can see like which restaurant like we need to work out, you know, and I can respond. And, and you know, like Instagram has a profile, I'm like, oh, who am I talking to again? Sometimes in emails, they don't have a signature, you know, they're not as professional. I'm like, where is this restaurant located? What is it? And then, you know, if like somebody reaches out to me on email and I have to look up who they are, what kind of food do you serve? You know, Instagram, just go on their profile. I was like, oh, you know, I see immediately what type of restaurant they are, what the vibe is, what I can do for them. And yeah, that's why I like Instagram. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Less work and easier access to all yep, that stuff. Yep. I know it's less professional, but I mean, like, if we're just using the tools to our, tools we have to make it like simple, right? Like, I I don't mind like just easy to text instantly on Instagram. Yeah, I find myself losing a lot of the restaurant DMs. Like, oh really? I'm like, yeah, who reached out? Like, I should have like, like I, I told them I'll get back to them, and then two months later, I never got back to them. But oh, I think that maybe if I just respond right away, 
and set something up that would be better. But that's cool. So restaurants, if you know, just DM Raina, hit her up that way, and that's the best way to do it. So this is the uh, segment called the Blow Up Breakdowns, where we highlight one of the guests' uh, biggest posts or most favorite posts. And in this case, this is uh, Raina's latest one, and she's titled it the 500 Cash Prize Undefeated Pizza Challenge, which she did in Phoenix at Maya Pizza. Hi, everybody. So today I am in Phoenix, Arizona. I am here at Maya Pizza in Pizza and Pub, and I am here for their pizza challenge. So they got a 32-inch pizza challenge here. I'm doing it with Blaine. If you finish this within an hour, you get it for free, as well as $500 cash prize. So super excited for that. Wearing my pizza hoodie, I am ready to eat some food. I'm so hungry. Oh my God, I drove like seven hours today. We just got here. Oh, ready to eat. Hustler. <laughs> You want one? Okay. And, okay, pizza challenge is starting an hour. Okay. All right, guys, so I just came out. We got one hour to eat all this. This looks amazing. Oh, my God. Are you ready, Blake? Here we go. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it smells good, right? Yeah, it smells really good. Was this bigger than the Brothers pizza? Maybe thicker. Oh, yeah, it looks really thick. Yeah. It's, I don't think it's like bigger, but it's definitely thicker. And for those that don't know, um, I've met Blaine before, but he's kind of a, he's a pretty unique guy. Um, as he doesn't, he just does this just to crush food. He doesn't really do social. He actually said he wants to start. Yeah, okay. but uh, I mean, he, he's just a cool guy to hang out, and um, he likes eating too. What I'd like to do is maybe just kind of get into. I mean, the setup when you when you normally shoot this stuff, it's just a, you're using a like a little the gooseneck. Yeah. And your iPhone eight. Eleven. Yeah, it's just a uh, we just I just leave the entire thing because like I had some haters who like always complain about me cheating. So ever since then, I just leave the whole thing up there so they can't complain. All right, I just that's why I've been doing all, and then nobody's complained about it because like some people always go like I hate it when you speed up, blah blah blah. So I'm like, all right, here's the whole thing. So slowing down considerably. Oh man, I, I can feel my pain. I'm just like, oh, I was so full at this point. I developed lactose intolerance last year too. No. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I was fine before then. And then just recently, yeah, about last year, I was eating Cheez-Its and then I was like, I don't feel so good. And then I was like, wow, I'm lactose intolerant now. It yeah. sucks. <laughs> that sucks. Well, maybe a vegan pizza company will uh, reach out to you then. <laughs> 28 minutes. This is the record over here. 28 minutes, they finish a 32-inch pizza. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. What was the previous record? Do you remember? No, it's undefeated. And I remember seeing this on Blaine's story. He's like, what a time to be alive. <laughs> What's the biggest cash prize you've ever done for eating? I think 500 is definitely the most. <laughs> Thank you so much for watching. Like and subscribe if you enjoyed it. And make sure to check out my website for all my merchandise. I've got clothing, prints, and stickers all up on there. And make sure to check out my social media, my Facebook page. I need to update that. Um, I And on my Instagram page, I do a lot of giveaways. And on my Twitter page, I also give a shout out to where I might be so you guys can kind of follow me on my journey, okay? And then check out my other videos. And again, make sure you subscribe. Thank you so much for watching, guys. See you next time. Bye-bye. That's such a cute ending video. Thank you. <laughs>
and it gets all the information out and, and, and yeah, very cool. So we're going to go right into 10 questions if that's cool. Yeah. Kind of rapid fire style, but I reserve the right to stop and ask a follow-up question. So number one, if you had to choose, what's your favorite Hello Kitty item that you own? Holy, um, I guess I have a Hello Kitty uh, plush and it, it, it's a blanket wrapped into like a doll. So whenever I need to have a blank, extra blanket, I need to use. Okay. <laughs> so it's like a flexible, it's like a, a stuffed doll and, uh, and In a, a blanket. Yeah. yeah Cause okay. I get cold very easily. Dream date. Dream date. Like where or like oh, a who? guy? Oh, there's this one guy I'm talking to right now. So oh, it would be him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that one guy. Yeah, and then you know what's really cute is when I went to uh, Arizona, there, I could rename a challenge. So then um, our friends gave us like a couple name, and I renamed that burger after us. So now it's called the Katana Burger. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. What's your favorite food to eat on a non-shooting day, say if you're just at home? Very simple grilled vegetables with um, rice and kimchi. Okay, so you try to keep it plant-based when you're not? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I take it very easy when I'm at home. Yeah, I try to as well. Breakfast and lunch are normally plant-based for me. Growing up with Asian parents, uh, we always went to a buffet, and the plan was to pick out the most expensive items and stuff ourselves until we couldn't walk. For amateurs, what's the number one piece of advice you'd recommend uh, to continue on stuffing your face at a buffet? Don't eat carbs. Like, don't don't touch the noodles. Don't touch the rice. The most expensive is the seafood. So eat as much seafood as you can. You know, of the vegetables, of course, are the cheap items. If you really want to get your money's worth, then as much seafood or meat, then don't worry about the carbs at all. Yeah, that's just really. Yeah. And then it, I, I notice sometimes when you're eating, you, you've done like twists or slam more Diet Coke. Is there is there one move that would. Um, well, I like to go like this. So it kind of, yeah. kind of like pushes the food down or I stand up and let the food like digest and like push it down a little bit or do a little bit of jump. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, aside from uh, California, if it is even your favorite state, what's your favorite state in the U.S. that you've been to? My favorite state is Florida. Yeah, my favorite state is Florida over California because, uh, oh man, I, I just love the water. Have you been to Florida? Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, times, I mean, yeah. it's just water everywhere. And it's beautiful. Um, when I was going on a walk, I think I saw some dolphins chilling just in eye view. And I was like, I actually just see dolphins like casually. It was very, yeah, I, it, I think it's like a tie between Florida and Hawaii. I just love the ocean. Any any particular city do you prefer Miami more or Tampa or Jacksonville or something like that? Or Probably Miami. Miami. Okay. Miami or St. Pete. Oh yeah. Yeah. Both great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What's tougher to finish? All the broth from the soup or all the rice left over from a dish? All the rice. Um, funniest place you've been recognized? Funniest place? Kingsville, Texas. Have you been there? It's literally no. like right on the border. It's the middle of nowhere, Texas city but i had no idea i had so many fans that come out and i'm like where is this middle of nowhere but it was great it was so high they were so friendly i guess it's like a small town you know and then they heard i was coming and then they were just like you know super hyped for it so i did not expect that kind of enthusiasm there, but that was great that's so cool <laughs> best disney song of all time reflection by mulan <sighs> i've and seen I you say that <laughs> It's so typical of an Asian girl, but yeah, I love that song. It's just like, it, it really like helped me cope with like a lot of times I fell down too, you know? Cause like, I think it resonates with a lot of people, but it, it felt, it was like somewhat, some motivating. Um, it's the greatest showman Disney. I don't know. I, I don't know, but the, this is me song from the greatest showman. I love that one too. Like any like okay. uplifting song that like, you know, like pushes you to be the best you can be. Very cool. 
if it all went away tomorrow, what would you do for work? Or what would you want to do for work? I'd probably try to do the gaming stuff more. You know, yeah. Like maybe streaming stuff. Yeah. Yeah. What are you playing these days? League of Legends. Yeah. <laughs> it looks awesome. Oh, God, I'm so afraid of getting into it. But yeah, it looks really fun. You should play with me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Maybe I'll do that. I can hey. buy it demo. I'll tell you me that. No, it's PC. Oh, PC. Okay. Yeah. Oh, even better. What type of food makes for the easiest eating contest for you? If Seafood. One? Seafood? Seafood? Yeah, it's so light. I love it. Yeah, I think so like pounds of boils? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love those. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I prefer not crab just because it's so hard deshelling. But then if it was just like, un it was all deshell, like shrimp, crab, whatever, like it's so easy to eat because it's so light. Seafood's light. You don't feel overbearing. Well, that's about wraps it up for the podcast. Raina, thanks for being here. Yeah, of course. Um, do you want to say anything or plug anything to wrap it up? No, I think um, everything was great. Um, just uh, follow me on YouTube or Instagram or whatever. Raina is crazy. But yeah, thanks for having me on the show, Phil. <laughs> of course. And she sells merch. So if you want a sweet shirt like this, go Thank get one. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Until next time, thanks for uh, joining us. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Las Vegas Phil Food and Social Podcast. For more information about me and where I've been dining recently, check out my Instagram and TikTok at Las Vegas Phil or feel free to drop me an email at lasvegasphil at gmail.com. Stay tuned as a new episode of my show debuts each week on the Eat, Drink, and Dine podcast network every Wednesday at noon. My guest next week will be Drew Belcher, a.k.a. at Unlocked. Super excited for this one as he is the biggest uh, social media foodie in Vegas.